Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Last preview for the trials, we've got the last two games where I have got all the squads readily available to me. So I'm going to go through them, talk about combos, young guns and whatnot. The only team we're not able to go through is the Newcastle Knights. They have not named their side at my time of recording, but I'm sure they will name it over the next day or two. As I've said on a few other podcasts, I'll be away for the weekend. Got a wedding Friday into my draft day down the south coast with the boys. So not taking any podcast gear with me. We'll still have regular updates on the Instagram. Instagram page, but the Newcastle game, thankfully, it's the only team that hasn't been named there on Monday anyway, so I'll be able to get a preview for you then. Some guys to watch out for there. I'm expecting Adam Clune is what I've gathered uh, from KP and from what other people have said. It looks like he will be the starting halfback there, and that will be uh, the position of interest, realistically. The rest of the Knights team is pretty damn good, let's be perfectly honest here. So really, probably not a heap to go into that game. But we have got two more games and four more teams to have a look at the sides that they've named. We'll just stress once again, these are only week one of trials. So we're not going to dive too heavily into the exact structures of all these teams, but it is good to have a look at what we've got in front of us. So the first one is 4 p.m. We've got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Penrith Panthers from Combank Stadium. Our next game uh, is the Parramatta Eels taking on the Dragons. It's a doubleheader from Combank Stadium, Sunday afternoon, 4 and 6 p.m. Highly advise you get out there for the those that are a bit confused, uh, Combank Stadium used to be Bank West, of course. So out at Parramatta's home ground there. Sensational stadium, by the way. Uh, let's have a look at the Cronulla Sharks. And a lot of guys in here that you probably haven't heard of. Uh, a lot of guys that I haven't heard of either, to be perfectly honest with you, especially in the backs. The guys that I have heard of, a couple of guys to watch out for here. The fullback, Cade Dykes. Now, he's obviously the young bloke of Adam Dykes. Look very similar, play very differently. Cade is a rapid little footballer. Very quick, very talented. Keep an on him. If you listen to Bloke in a Bar, you would have heard me talk about him two weeks ago. Very excited to see Cade run around in in the first grade trial. He played a lot of Jersey Flegg last year. Uh, looked really good in the couple of games I saw him play. So keep an eye on Cade Dykes. Uh, Jensen Tomamapea. Uh, he is going to be the number three. I've heard good things. We've also got uh, another Iroh running around. I believe it's Kale Iroh. He will be in the number four. Now, he is not the son of Tony 
Iroh, which I've heard a few people say, is actually the nephew. Uh, his father, I'm actually blanking on his name, Kevin Iroh. His father is Kevin Iroh, so he's the nephew of Tony Iroh, not the son of Tony Iroh. Still, uh, pretty good pedigree coming into rugby league. Uh, the six will be Braden Trindle. Good to see him given another opportunity to show what he's all about. Uh, is it telling that he's in the six and not the seven? Maybe. Am I looking too far into it? Maybe as well. Uh, if, if it is something, you would assume it means that Nico Hines will be the seven. Uh, Matty Moylan is not in this side, so a good opportunity for Braden Trindle to really take control. I will say this, the halfback that he's partnered with, Ryan Rivett, uh, he's a pretty talented young footballer himself too. Good little game manager, got a bit of upside to him. So keep an eye on him, Ryan Rivett. I don't think he'll really push for a first-grade berth in this Cronulla side this year because they've got so many hookers and they've got so many halves options. Uh, I don't think you'll see him in the halves at any point. Uh, but just a kid to keep an eye on, Ryan Rivett. Pretty handy. Uh, in the front row, you got Hamlin Uella and Royce Hunt. So two big dick swingers there. Uh, very interesting. And probably the guy I'm most excited to see in this side, Jaden Beryl. Uh, he comes down from the Queensland Cup last year. I believe he was the player of the year. Uh, he comes down to the Cronulla Sharks. Obviously, Blake Braley's got a mortgage on that nine jersey. But just keep an eye on Jaden Beryl. If I had to tip someone to win man of the match in this game, it'd probably be Beryl that I'd back in. He is incredibly talented and one that we all need to be aware of. Played for Wynnum last year. He was there nine. He was very good. He's chased an opportunity in the NRL down here, moved his young family down here. I've spoken to him on Instagram a couple of times. Seems like a lovely fella. And he's he's not here to participate. He's not here for experience. He's here to play first grade. So keep an eye on Jaden Beryl. Uh, I'm very high on him. And I think he's going to put a bit of pressure on Blake Braley. And if something happens that Blake Braley gets an injury or a long-term suspension or something this year and Beryl comes back in, I promise you it will get very interesting to see what Craig Fitzgibbon does because Jaden Beryl will brain it. So keep an eye on him. In the second row, we've got Sivitalakai and Tyg Wilden. Good to see Sifra in the starting team. Hopefully this is the year. Hopefully this is the year because he's coached by Craig Fitzgibbon and he can get in Sivitalakai's head and make him realize you can be one of the best forwards in this competition if you want it. Yeah, I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Hopefully, Craig Fitzgibbon is the guy to get through to him. Tyg Wilton, another really solid guy. I've always been a big fan of him. Another one to watch there. On the bench, a uh, couple of guys that are interesting here. Now, the first one is Zach Sini. Uh, the Cougar, he debuted for the West Tigers last year. Didn't have a contract at the end of the season. From what I saw in Tigertown, I don't think Madge was a huge fucking fan of him. Not like that's saying a heap though. Uh, so he's now made the movies down at Cronulla. So interesting to see how Zach Sini goes. Another one is Franklin Pele. He will be in Jersey 16. Another one to watch. Uh, this guy's got so many raps on him, it's not even funny. In the Payne Haas sort of mold. Very athletic front rower. Could also play him on an edge. Very damaging. Uh, keep an eye on Franklin Pele. You'll be seeing a lot of him over the next few years. Interesting. Uh, their extended bench. Not a heap of guys that I know here, to be honest with you. One name I do know, and a good fella too. The 19, Zach Wolford. Uh, obviously came through in the Canterbury system. Obviously the son of Simon Wolford, who we had on the podcast about 18 months ago. Uh, Zach was in the Canterbury system when they won their New South Wales Cup competition a couple of years ago. Played really well. I remember watching him go, and a team has got to sign him here. He went up to Newcastle. They sort of tried to turn him into a lock forward 
which in my opinion kind of fucked up his career a little bit. So very excited to see Zach back. I think he went down and played for East Rugby for a little bit. He's been bouncing around with Newtown and stuff. Good to see him get an opportunity here. I think he has got more to offer. Uh, getting back into first grade, I think it'd be a pretty impressive effort from where he is right now and considering the current state of the hookers in the NRL, especially at the Cronulla Sharks. But always good to see Zach Wolford back running around. A really good guy and I hope he does well. But for me, the guys to watch at the Cronulla Sharks, Kay Dykes, the fullback. Uh, I'll be keeping a close eye on Braden and Trindle, Ryan Rivett, and Jaden Beryl and Sivitalakai. Pick of the bunch, though, Jaden Beryl, the nine for the Cronulla Sharks. He's come down here to play first grade, not to be friendly, so keep an eye on him. Okay, they take on the Penrith Panthers. Now, a couple of interesting decisions here. Fullback, we have Charlie Staines. On one wing, we have Taruva. Uh, now, he is a guy that I haven't seen play much, but a lot of Panthers fans are very high on him, so keep an eye on him. Uh, we've got the three, Isaac Tago, hopefully... He can terrorize this Cronulla Sharks side. Their edges are going to have their hands full dealing with Isaac Tago. I think he will be the left center for the Penrith Panthers this year, replacing Matty Burton, so keep an eye on him. Robert Jennings at right center. Six, Kurt Falls. I like Kurt Falls. Uh, he's been a guy that's been playing Reggie's for a couple of years now. I think he's 24, 25 years old. Really good kicking game. Keep an eye out for him. He's partnered up with Sean O'Sullivan. They're very similar footballers. I think that's fair to say. Neither has huge upside. Uh, but just keep an eye on Falls. You probably haven't seen him before. Reminds me a little bit of Mitchell Pierce. He's not your chip over the top. He's not your run the, run the length of the field sort of guy. Really solid kicking game and can 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 just control a team. So, uh, yeah, hopefully he gets an opportunity at some point this year. I'd love to see it. Sean O'Sullivan playing his first game for the Panthers since arriving from the New Zealand Warriors too. Okay, up front for the Panthers, we've got Eddie Blacker and Matty Eisenhuth, which Mitch Kenny at nine. Uh, two established first graders and Eddie Blacker not far off it. In the second row, an interesting one here that's popped up. Jamin Salmon. Uh, he has come through as a center wing, 5'8", halfback. I've never seen him play in the forwards before, so an interesting one to see him slip into the forward pack. Granted, getting into the halves or the backs of the Panthers is pretty fucking tough, but the second row isn't that much easier easier to be honest with you. So hopefully Jamin Salmon goes well. He's a guy that probably hasn't lived up to the potential that I thought he had when I first saw him a couple of years ago. So maybe a positional change uh, might be good for him. I wouldn't have tipped him to be in the back row. I thought if he was going to play in the pack it would have been lock. Uh, but we'll see how he goes there, Jamin Salmon. Chris Smith in the second row with Jermaine Hopgood in Jersey 13. Now a couple of guys to keep an eye on on the bench here. Maverick Guy is the first one, number 14. I believe it was 12 games last year in reserve grade. I think he scored 6 or 7 tries, 22 offloads, a heap of meters, the son of MG Mark Guy, so it'll be great to see him running around in Penrith colors there, very very excited to see Maverick play, keep an eye on him what a name, Maverick Guy, good god it's got Rugby League written all over it Lindsay Smith in Jersey 15 is another one that I like uh, I know Penrith fans are very high on him, I probably haven't seen enough of him to make that call but uh, Penrith fans are high on him, then you've got 7 and 18 two twins that once again I haven't seen, I think they're twins, they might be brothers uh, Puru brothers or twins another one that I get a lot of Panthers fans messaging me about personally I haven't seen them everyone else on the extended bench there I don't really know who they are guys I'm most excited for here uh, it has to be headlined by Isaac Targo Isaac Tago I'm very excited to see him run around for the Penrith Panthers very keen on him keen to see Kurt Falls have a game as well I think he's good enough for first grade he's just probably at the wrong club for it uh, Jamin Salmon in the second row interested to see how he goes Maverick Guy though off the bench very excited about him but if I had to pick one person to watch in this game, I would say Isaac Tago. I think he's a guy that could absolutely explode this year. I don't think he'll be as good as Matty Burton, 
But I think there's a fair argument to say that Isaac Tago will be good enough that they won't miss Matt Burton as much as we're expecting. That's a bold call, I know. But just keep an eye on Tago. If you haven't seen him before, I think you're in for a bit of a shock. All right, let's move to the 6 p.m. game. So straight after that one, 6 p.m. from Combank Stadium, Sunday night. Parramatta Eels taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Some interesting decisions here. Let's dive into this. So... At fullback for the Eels, we have Hayes Perham, who, of course, came from the New Zealand Warriors a couple of years ago. One wing is Hayes Dunster. The other one is Bailey Simonson. I think they're both fighting out for a spot in first grade. In the centres, we've got Tommy Opachik and Will Penasini, young Will Penasini. Very excited to see him with a full first grade preseason under his belt. Could be anything. Tommy Opachik looking to put, I wouldn't call it an unsuccessful uh, 2021, but it was pretty tough for him off the field. So it could have been more successful, of course. Uh, he'll be looking for a fresh start this year and I'm really excited for Tom because I thought he was playing really good footy last year he's consistent there isn't a heap of upside but he's consistent as all hell as I've said on Bloke in a Bar a couple of times when I look at him and Wonga Blake Wonga Blake's got more upside but when Wonga Blake's having a bad game give me Tom Opachik all the time Tom Opachik is a 7 out of 10 every single week Wonga Blake can be a 9 or a 4 so for me I don't mind the consistency of Tom Opachik in that side the halves Jordan Rankin jeez I still remember watching Jordan Rankin playing when he was 16 years old for the Gold Coast Titans crazy narrative uh, partner with the coach's son Jake Arthur in the seven. So no Mitch Moses, no Gutherson, and no Dylan Brown there. Up in the front row, Oregon Kafusi partnering Makatoa, who I thought was really good last year. A late bloom at a first grade, but very solid. Reed Marnie returns to the Parramatta Eels in Jersey 9. Second row, Marata Niakore. Bit of confusion over what on earth was going on with Niakore if he was going to the Warriors this year or next year. Just to remind you again, it is next year, so he will be at the Parramatta Eels still this year. Partner with Sean Lane. Congratulations to Sean Lane. I believe he's the captain of this side. So as much as it's only a trial, good on Sean Lane. Uh, Ray Stone wears jersey 13 as well. On the bench, Mitch Rain, Bryce Cartwright and Sean Russell. Now, Mitch Rain, uh, one that is interesting. I don't think he really plays much first grade this year. We spoke about it on a Q&A podcast. I think it was yesterday. Uh, Bryce Cartwright, I thought he played some of his best footy last year. Obviously not his best ever, but best in a few years. Uh, so excited for Bryce this year. Hopefully he, he can put it all together again. There is a second row opportunity going to pop up at the Parramatta Eels over the next 18 months or so. And if Bryce can get himself right, could be anything. 16, Sean Russell. He's a fullback slash winger. Actually, looks a little bit like Mitch Moses. Uh, just a little bit quicker. Keep an eye on him. Good little player. Now, a couple of guys on the bench that have popped up in the Parramatta squad that's interesting. The first one is Luca Moretti. He is in Jersey 17. Now, Luca Moretti, I coached him when he was about 14. Really good kid. Uh, just a tough, compromising middle forward. He actually, he came out of Waverley College and he actually, uh, he represented Australian schoolboys in league and union. Not many guys have done that. I think he's the first guy in quite some time to do it. That was only two or three years ago. Released by the Roosters last season. Moretti always had a heap of ability. How seriously he's taking his NRL career, I'm not too sure. But maybe uh, getting released by the Roosters where he was always the guy, he was always very comfortable there, might be uh, the little slap on the ass that maybe Luca Moretti needed if it's what he wants. So just keep an eye on him. Jersey 17, supremely talented. Hopefully he can put it together under Brad Arthur. Kai Rodwell's another one that I like. An Australian schoolboy a couple of years ago. Came from South Sydney. Um, Not really your upside sort of front rower. Just your meat and potatoes, but very solid. 
Collard. An interesting name here, Offahiki Ogden. Now, he's been at the Canterbury Bulldogs for a couple of years. He's a really solid forward. Uh, he's got himself in a bit of Barney Rubble off the field, I believe, Offahiki. So he's trying to rebuild himself at the Parramatta Eels. I think it's a train and trial deal, uh, but we'll see how he goes. Other than that, no one else that I really know on this bench, to be honest with you, uh, from the Parramatta Eels. But the guys to watch for me... I think the standout probably has to be Will Panasini. I'm very keen to see how he goes after a full preseason. Uh, you've also got the guys on the bench. Bryce Carwright, Sean Russell, Luca Moretti, Kai Rodwell. The thing about this Parramatta side is you essentially know how they're going to line up. I guess Tom Ombachik, he's another one. He's fighting with uh, Wonga Blake, same as the wingers. But you sort of know exactly how this team is going to look. You know what? You know how it's going to shape up. So uh, not really a heap to look into with that Parramatta side, but a few guys to keep an eye on there. Let's move to their opposition they're taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons, the Moneyball Dragons, and this squad screams Moneyball. Let's have a look there. Fullback is Cody Ramsey, which shocks me. Uh, Tyrell Sloan's on the wing. Uh, fuck, if Tyrell Sloan isn't the fullback for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, I am not here. Hopefully this is just a trial and they're just testing out different guys and different combinations and whatnot. It is a long season. Uh, but Tyrell Sloan's on the wing. On the other wing is Tautau Moga. Another guy that people probably forget is even there. He was at South Sydney last year, Newcastle before that, Brisbane before that, North Queensland before that, Sydney Roosters before that. Injury has just plagued Tautau's entire career at his best. We've seen him at Newcastle and Brisbane really light it up. Fingers crossed he gets a good run here because he could be anything. Moses Sully in the centre's partner with Max Viego. I really like that centre partnership. Oh, I think Max Viego will probably end up in a wing come regular season because you've got to put Zach Lomax straight into the side. But Moses Sully, first game after leaving the Manly Seagulls. Keen to see how he goes. 5'8 is a Monet. Very excited to see him play. I think he will be the 6. The 7 is Mozambai. Ben Hunt is not featuring in this game, so Mbai gets an opportunity next to a Monet. There is no Bud Sullivan in this team, so I don't know if he's injured or what the go is with Bud. I would have liked to have seen him, though. Uh, up front, Francis Molo. Now, this is a guy I spoke about the other day. I think he's got huge upside. It's good to see him starting, but there is a lot of front rowers in this squad, so when they are full strength and you bring back, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. DeBellin, Blake Laurie, all these guys. I'm not sure how he quite fits into this side, Molo. Andrew McCulloch in nine. Farmer Silly, he starts in the front row. Second row is Jack Goz and Tyrell Fuimayano. Good opportunity for Jack Goz coming from the Manly Seagulls. And Tyrell Fuimayano has been there for a couple of years trying to cement a spot with Josh Kerr wearing jersey 13. Josh Kerr's another one. I think he'll be a front rower. It's a very crowded in their front row and on their bench. Uh, their bench, have a look at this. Good God. George Burgess, Daniel Alvaro, Jackson Ford, Josh Maguire. Uh, that there, if that was a first-grade bench any day of the week, 
you'd think, yep, that's pretty solid. Yeah, just four really good forwards. Then you got Matty Fiegai, who I think is going to be a star. Jaden Hunt, who's another really good forward worth keeping an eye on. Outside of that, I don't really know any of the guys on the bench except for one, Jonathan Rubin. Now, he is a very talented outside back that has come down from Queensland Cup. I believe off the dome, he was with North Devils. I think Rowan Smith had him up there. He is a try-scoring freak. If you, I don't have it in front of me, but if you get the opportunity, type in Jonathan Rubin and have a look at his try-scoring feats that he has uh, achieved in the Queensland Cup. It's a pretty stacked uh, outside back group here at the Dragons. A lot of guys that aren't in it at the moment, including Bud Sullivan, including uh, Matty Fiei guys. So it is hard to get into this side. I don't think Cody Ramsey will be there round one. I don't think Tao Tao Moga will be there round one. So it's a pretty stacked back line. It will be hard for Jonathan Rubin to get into this side. You've got Ravalara as well. So he's really pushing shit uphill, but he can play and he is one to keep an eye on. He will be wearing jersey 25 for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Guys, that is the wrap-up of the last two trials. They're both on Sunday. Cronulla Sharks at 4 p.m. taking on the Penrith Panthers. And then at 6 p.m. from Combank Stadium, second game of the doubleheader. You've got the Parramatta Eels taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. The only team we haven't previewed over the last few days is the Newcastle Knights. They are yet to announce their side. They play on Monday, so they will announce their side by the time Sunday afternoon or Monday comes around, and we will get a preview out to you before that game starts. But just a reminder, if you want to go and listen to our preview of any of the teams that are playing this weekend, you can find it on the podcast over the last couple of days. Uh, all the young guns I'm keen to watch, all the partnerships that are going to be important, the combos that you're going to have to keep an eye on, and a few interesting decisions throughout. Remember, it is only week one of finals. We would do this every week of finals, go through every single team and every single young gun and everything that we think is worth watching. Early days, week one. There's two more weeks of trials to come. A lot of changes, a lot of shifting around. But it's worth just knowing what's going on as much as we can for week one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.